ladies and gentlemen, this is not Pastor Jared. I know how you're probably feeling out there right now. Probably the same way I do anytime I go to download one of my podcasts, my sports, and the first voice you hear is not the one you're expecting. And then you're like, is this even going to be worth listening to? Maybe I'll just bump it up to two and a half speed, see what he's going to talk about. And if not, I'm just going to move on with my life. Well, I promise you, I am going to do my best to fill in for the voice of Harvest Family Radio Live Till 5 from 3 until 5. It's generally Pastor Jared Baldwin. And while he has more hair than I do, I... Well, I don't really know what I have more than what he has. More volume. I do. I had to turn you down. Ah, yeah. Well, you see, I just—that's one of my things. Normally, if I'm on a, if I'm on the radio waves, it's usually tape delayed, and I get to edit it first before it goes out there. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I host with my son Devin, the Devin Dad Podcast, and then that kind of we already it was so popular. We already had an offshoot into the. Devin AB podcast, which is my son and my daughter. Yes. And really the reason that it spun off is because I haven't done a podcast with him in the last six months because life has happened. And so I shifted that over to my daughter and my son. And I say, Annabelle, Dev, seriously, people, if they're going to listen to you, you got to sound excited because if you're just going to give them information, they're going to turn you off. And so don't don't let them. They got to they they're going to be tied in simply for the fact that you sound excited. And today I am. Now I know that that you're going to pro- find this a little bit shocking, Chris. Uh, but being a sixth grade teacher, I I tend to talk a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. I listening. I am a good listener, but generally I'm good at listening to myself. And I know there are several people that I work with out there who are definitely uh, would would be giving the thumbs up to that right now. So when Pastor Jared said, hey, Josh, you want to host live till five? The first question I asked him is, is there a five second delay? So that if I say something stupid, are you able to fix that? And he said no. And then I so I had to think about it. And then I had to think about my family and my career, everything that I've worked hard for the last 16 years. And then I looked at Pastor Jared and I said, if you're asking me, you have got to be desperate. So if I say no, what, we're just going to be, you know, put uh, two hours of crickets. And so we're good to go. I'm ready for it. And Chris, I just heard, you just informed me that you just spent the last, was it two hours with Take Note? We're only doing one hour of Take Note these days. That's I'm, a change from this week. So <laughs> I didn't mean to not, bring up no. didn't mean to bring up a sore subject there. Not uh, a sore subject, but we we made a change in our afternoon lineup. So we did a whole hour on review. So we're going back. Last we're going, going back. Uh, let, let's review. Actually, let's erase the last thirty seconds. Where I'm getting. Hey, Chris, you just on Take Note. You just yes. had an hour of a topic that I'd like to delve into a little bit deeper today. Well, it was an hour, correct? That's right. Excellent. This is how these things can dovetail together. <laughs> I was able to, since you informed me of your topic earlier, I was able to um, take a take a part of that topic um, on a passage that I was already doing some study in, Hebrews chapter 11, and just think to myself, this has got to be the greatest review chapter that there is in all of Scripture, just the details that it gives you and the insights that it gives you. And so we spent 
the hour talking about Hebrews 11 and the topic of review. Yep, the importance of review, as I like to call it. I actually had a workshop that I put together called The Importance of Review. I opened that up the other day. I looked at my title, and it said, Importance of Review underscore unfinished. (laughs) So I opened it up to see how I could help myself with this new review topic, and it said, it's got my main points uh, uh, on it, the uh, what is review? Why do you need to review? What are the benefits of review? What are the costs of not reviewing? And, And then there was no content. Oh. I just had my main points. But that's generally how I roll. Like, once I get my main points, okay, you know what? Hey, whatever else happens, happens. I'm a sixth grade teacher. And so I am, I I fall in love with the intentional rabbit trails. I allow myself to get distracted because that's what makes things memorable for me. And then in turn, hopefully makes it more memorable for my students, all with a, with a purpose. I, I, I plan my rabbit trails so I know where all my rabbit trails are going. What I don't plan are the other voices in my head that then get excited about those rabbit trails and then I generally bust out into song doing to something that had to do with a commercial back from the 1980s when I was watching the A-Team. But those are all things that I will never misspell the word diamond, though, because I always think back to... Just dial diamond. That's 1-800-D-I-A-M-O-N-D. Did I spell it right? Was that diamond? Correct. Okay, yes. good. Whew. All right. So, Chris, with review, could you actually review with me yes. just some of the main things that you were talking about the last hour? Because yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not going to repeat them because I, I, that's kind of the importance of review. But yeah. then just kind of give the, the people a, an idea and actually me, because while I would have loved to have been listening, I was actually doing some teaching. Sure. Well, um, I think I... I think I mentioned that Hebrews 11, I, I would I would classify it as probably the greatest review of Old Testament characters and stories that I can think of yeah, in the, the other New one, Testament. The other one that comes to mind is uh, Stephen's sermon in Acts chapter oh, 6. Oh, yeah, you're right. That one yeah. is, but this is a lot more names. Hebrews 11 has a lot more names than, than right. Stephen did. Exactly. So the thing that, that made me that caused me to believe a review topic would be a good idea for Hebrews 11 is because this is really information and stories and characters that the Hebrews would have known all about. It's something they would have learned about. They would have been taught on purpose, but this is a really a recap of it for another purpose. And that purpose is um, emphasizing for us the importance of faith and so I, what I did is I took some insights from the way in which Hebrews 11 is written regarding review. For instance, um, there are some insights in the passage about why review is helpful. And I looked at verses 6 and verse 13 um, about how it tells why— um, basically why this story is being told and recapped for yeah, you. Yeah, verse 6 says, And without faith it's impossible to please him. Right. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Exactly. So what it's doing is it's saying to you, here's why I'm rehearsing this. <laughs> it's because of this important point yeah, without I'm trying faith, to make. you can't please God. Exactly. The other one is that there are some summaries in here with what I would say are the important highlights 
sort of pointed out and taken out for you. So if you were to read through the story yourself, you may come to the conclusion that these are the important points. But this just takes all the mystery out of it for you. It just says to you, here are the important points. That was verses 9 and 10 is, is one I highlighted there about kind of a, a summary with the important points highlighted. And uh, then I just said that they were noting characters or aspects of stories that are a little bit more obscure and maybe we've forgotten about, and I pointed out Rahab in verse 31, and I said, you know, you might forget about Rahab. You're probably not going to forget about Joshua in that story. You're going to remember that. And you're going to remember the walls of Jericho. Right. But who is the the one pagan that showed faith in a God that really she had never met? Right. This is that could be applied to any review that there is. There's always something in there. Hey, this is important, but you may have forgotten because it's we only mentioned it for a moment, and that's that's what I think well, of there. I, I I think you have because uh, as soon as you mentioned that you were going through Hebrews eleven, uh, Pastor Ken Keith and Jeff Fain and Pastor Nagengas and uh, Eugene Ortilio and I have been going through uh, the book of Hebrews for our men's Bible study, and. We made it through the first 10 chapters of Hebrews uh, in about three months, and for almost the last three months, we've been in Hebrews chapter 11. Right. And so you saying some of the people that you don't remember, well, you get to the end of that chapter where the author of Hebrews pretty much runs out of time, and he says in verse 32, "And, and what more shall I say, for time would fail me to tell of Gideon. And then he mentions Barak and Jephthah. I was like, but those are the guys I really need you to review because I don't remember exactly. how to remember those ones. And so we went back and did some research on them. Very uh, just fascinating people of, and the, some of them were looking at where is the faith in those people? Like I mentioned Samson, where's the faith in Samson? Well, the faith in Samson was the faithful God that he served because he really spent very little bit of his time even serving him, but God was still faithful to right. his chosen people. Yeah, that was my last point, actually, that there are some general themes from stories that we may know, but it didn't even have time to mention them, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to, review isn't just, here's your review. It's like review is, okay, here's what you're supposed to be reviewing. Now go back and look at it. The whole wet the appetite. Right. Uh, And I I have, uh, how much time do we got here, Chris? I got an article here. I got a couple uh, minutes to go through it. Or we we've got five minutes, four minutes if well, you want perfect, it. Perfect, perfect. I got yeah. four minutes if I want it. Boom, sold. I got it. So I'm a I'm, I'm a sixth grade teacher. Been doing that for the past sixteen years in sixth grade. Uh, I have some t- t- statistics that I might give you a little bit later on of just how much time I've spent in room two hundred six. You can either look at it as wow that man's dedicated or. Wow, he has got a very depressed life. Um, but I like to go at it from the from the not just the half full, but as in like the half full, and there's more on the way coming. Um, but this is a, a little article about the importance of review I got from. Wait for it. Wait for it. I got it from a blog called This Reading Mama, which oh. I know you probably are all uh, very much subscribe to and, and check that one daily. Not every day. Okay, not every day. Um, I was going to give credit to to Becky, but it's just it's just it just says Becky, just Becky of this reading mama. But it kind of coincides with the she she just had the details filled in of the things that I didn't have filled in when I opened up my workshop. But I was like, hey, it's good stuff. So as a sixth grade teacher, review is so significant. She mentions six things. Much of our learning 
is cumulative and connected. And that is what makes teaching so hard at the beginning of the school year and so much fun at the end. Because at the beginning, you are laying foundation block after block after block. But then you get a couple months down the road, and as you're moving on to different information, different material, we start with talking with ancient Mesopotamia, the first civilization. And there's really not a lot to connect them to because they're the first. But then by the time we get to ancient Greece, well, how are they similar to what we talked about with ancient Egypt? How are they different from the African civilizations we are talking about with Aksum and Ghana and many Mutapa? Just the way that it's all connected. And if you don't go back and review, you're looking at everything in isolation, and that's not how our lives work. Then she mentions uh, it's built on prior knowledge, which, again, is, is tied into what we just mentioned that. And then learning right here doesn't happen overnight unless you're studying for an exam, in which case then a lot of not really learning, but a lot of memorization happens overnight. Sure. I'm sure you've never been in that situation before, but uh, that that is exactly why I love review because I have – As a student myself, I had no problem studying and doing well on a test, but I wasn't really learning that information. I was shoving it, burping it out on the test, and then boom, brain flush. And so review forces you to keep on bringing that up so you actually have this learning taking place. So I love that. Love the review because it forces you to continue bringing things back up. And then it builds confidence because people start talking about uh, when when we, you're, we were talking about calendars, we're going to talk about calendars a little bit later on. And as soon as you mention calendar, I'm thinking, well, are you talking about the Julian calendar or the Gregorian calendar? I really don't know very much about those, but I, I, know, I know those two terms. And it's like, it makes me sound educated. And sure. that's, that's really what my life is about, is pretending like I'm educated so that I can educate other people. Right. Uh, and then it gives you a chance to apply your knowledge, she mentions, and then it allows for independence. And she actually says in her blog, students can do the work, wait for it, pause for dramatic effect, by themselves. That that was the end of Hebrews 11, mm-hmm. where he says, look, I don't have time to rehearse the rest of it, but here's some guys and here's some situations you should look at. Boom, go do it. That's right. Because he actually, where we looked at in 32, where he just mentions Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, and then you get a, a, another verse down where it says, now women receive their dead back to life, and some were tortured, refusing to accept. And then it just says others. Some were tortured, mocked. And then your, your, my, your first thought, as though you're reading, is, oh, I think he's talking about it. I think he's talking about it. And then you're going back. Is it? Is that ri- Oh, the, the, uh, the one that says the, the widow received her son back to life. Is that the woman, the widow of Zarephath? Is, is, or is there another one that I'm missing? And, and so right. that's really what it's supposed to be supposed to be doing is getting you excited of this is what I think, this is what I learned. Oh, I was wrong, but now you're doing the research, you're doing the exploring, you're doing the learning. It is just it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It was I mean, we had a great time this afternoon on uh take note talking about it as well. It's not a it's not a topic I've ever addressed before, but it's an exciting one. It's good stuff. I mean, this is this is my my life right now. We're talk, we're gonna get in talk about final exams and all the reviewing, and it's my favorite time of year. Not because it's the end of the school year. It's because I get to look back with my students. Do you see how much you have learned this year? Yeah, that's great stuff. Well, we're gonna take a quick break here, and then we will be back with more review on live till five.
That's right. We are back here at Live Till 5. As mentioned earlier, please don't get too depressed. This is Josh Taylor filling in for Jared Baldwin. Probably the first time. That might be the last time, but that is all right. I've been a, a guest on this show on many occasions, but I am privileged this time to actually be here in your either your phone, if you're listening to us uh, on the streaming, or if you're on the car ride home, or hey, it's Friday. You could be stuck in traffic. Congratulations. Uh, that's probably coming on a little bit. So, hey, I'm, I'm just... A- on the turn going to GPO, there's a, that's probably where you are. There's a good... I, I just... I feel like I'm in, in multiple locations, uh, but I am glad to be right here with Chris Harper, with Sebastian... Uh, uh, yes, that one right there is what you're talking about. Sebastian, I was just trying with my students' names, just try to say their names fast. I'm, I'm here with Sebastian. And so we are... So And they're like, uh, did you say that right? It's like, I, I don't know. You know just, I'm just focusing on, on, on trying to say what I can. Got your first name right. That's what so, I was. Yes. You know, <laughs> and we already had that conversation of how many first different names you have with Seabass and, and the whole Chen thing. And oh, it's yes. all good with that, yo. <laughs> so today, focusing on the importance of review... I don't know where you guys are at, but I have at least two exams to work through this weekend, and then my students have four exams to get ready for next week. Now, this right here is really where you get into the difference of when when people mention a date on a calendar, my question to you men is... Do you generally think of the calendar as in January through December? Or do you generally think of calendar as August through May? And then the bonus two months in there of June and July. Because that is a debate that I'm not trying to, you know, stir up anything too much. But when people mention... Very controversial. Well, yes. you know, hey, you know, that's, that's how we're rolling today. But when people mention date on the calendar, I do not think of it in terms of... August is the eighth month of the year. I think of it as August is the beginning of my year because I'm a school guy. That's the school. That's the school. That's how I roll. Because I, I don't. I don't think that way. I, I realize it, at harvest since the school is is such a it, it impacts the lifeblood. Yeah, it's how many people are on campus, all the s- scheduling of all the events. But I've tried not to be pressed into that mold because I can't think that way with the station because it's got to be year. It's got to be a year round thing. I have been pressed, squished, reshaped, <laughs> bent, molded, burned, and then I just accepted it and I was like, you know what? This is my life. I went to school. <laughs> You're went, at the acceptance stage. I went, yes. Then. Oh yes. I, yeah. Now I'm actually at the um, promotion. The, the, yeah, stage. I was just gonna say. I was, yeah. I, I, impressing on other I'm, I'm helping to push the button of that mold because i went to school for 12 years so that i could then sorry cancel that 13 years i did go to uh, uh k5 my first day of k5 i remember crying when my mom and dad left the room and it was actually just my interview and i just started bawling because i can't believe you abandoned me and then after i was screaming for about three minutes i just saw my mom poke her head around the corner i'm like huh hey mom you're still here that's embarrassing. I'm all good. And so I didn't cry again after that. Wow. And then, so I went to school for 13 years so that I could then go to college, mm-hmm. a.k.a. school. Yes. For another four years so that I could then 
be a teacher, and now I've been in school for the past 16 years. So 13 plus 4 rounds up to 17, plus another 16, 33. 33 of my 38 years I have been in school. Do you see why I'm driven by the school calendar? Anybody? Anybody see why? It's It's clear. It's clear to me. Yes. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that's how I roll. How do you guys roll when you think of calendars? Are you more of a January to December, or are you a... I know Chris is just... Chris is, hey, we are on the air 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365.25 days out of the year. How do you cover that .25, by the way? It's it's the automation. (laughs) (laughs) I I live Christmas to Christmas, basically. Wow. (laughs) Two days on the calendar, Christmas and not Christmas? That's the highlight. I love the music. So December. I was going to say, so Thanksgiving, All of December. Yeah, and yeah, some of Thanksgiving. So the end of Thanksgiving, and then so you and then uh, yeah, and that's like the highlight, and then it's just downhill all from there, <laughs> and then it really? gets back up. It, it starts ramping back up once it hits summer. Downhill or uphill? Which one is the? Is it because it's usually worse? Well, ap- uphill. Well, after Christmas is like all right, we're going down, and then once you hit the summer, it's like all right, we're gonna start building up now towards Christmas. You know what? Did you think the <laughs> other day when I was at Home Depot, I saw something on sale, and I'm like, well, actually, how long is it until Black Friday? Because I think I can hold out for it. So, yeah. you know what? Hey. It's already there. It's, it's, it, we're, we're getting there. Titus, what about you? What are you driven by as far as calendar-wise? Uh, I'd probably say the, the school the school year calendar is what I go off to because I've been in school and all my jobs have been around schools. My parents, my, my mom's a school teacher. So August to you know May and then once it gets May, I'm just like, whoo, ready to go. <laughs> done with it all. It's Titus Bogg has joined us here yeah. in the studios of KHMG at the very top of the Harvest Campus. I'm looking outside, and I can't tell if that is rain or if it's just a really dirty window. It's um, rain. Okay. It's raining a little bit. A it's little rain bit, yeah. on a dirty window. <laughs> you know, you can feel earthquakes right. pretty pretty nicely up here. Oh, yesterday, yeah. huh? Ah, I, yeah, was, I, 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 I was up here doing the weather, and I was like, ooh. That was ooh. nice. That's a, what, five point something? 5.3. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. You see how, see, everything everything fits into the world of review, Chris. It's just, it all comes back to that. So it that's does, why huh? I pick a topic where you really can't go wrong with it. And with the calendar with reviewing, I just really think that it's important that we take a little bit of time. And Chris and I were mentioning before we went on air, what is the real purpose of review? And and Chris, you beat me to it, so I'll let you say, really, what's the purpose of review? I I did. I said the purpose of review. It's to— Or the benefit of. Well— or the purpose of. Because, the theory behind the philosophy of. Because it, it gives you some tool, if depending on what you're reviewing and, and what it is you're, you're recapping, usually it's giving you some tools to go on. There you Whether go. it's educationally or in the case of what we were doing today on Take Note, spiritually, uh, it's, it's, it's prompting you to move on with the attributes of the people you're reviewing, the information you're reviewing, whatever the case yeah. is. It's not to get stuck in the past and live on past accolades. It no. is to see what God has done in your life, and then to move you forward from there. So, a.k.a., keep moving forward. Name that movie. Oh, are you serious? It's an animated one. We just watched it. Is it new? Is it old? Wait, no, it's old the song. school. Sing, sing the whole okay, song. okay, I'm going to paint the picture for you. Okay, here we go. Time Machine. Animated. Right. Crashes his dad's time machine. But he's really his dad. 
No very idea. strange family. You're meeting the Adams family. Meeting. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the uh, the Robinson. There, yes, yes, thank you. Meet the Robinson. Robins. Oh, that one that came out like 2010 or something like that. Yeah, oh, okay, it's a newer. newer I, yeah. I saw. I was thinking 2D. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Meet the okay. Robinsons. Yeah. So, anyways, that with that. Yeah, I can't come in yet because something hasn't happened yet. There we go. All right, that's my music. Wow, that's my that's my quiz music. People will hear this and like, it's quiz time. How does this quiz fit into our theme? This quiz is reviewing what has happened this past year, as in the school year. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, that was a little (laughs) (laughs) blown out speakers. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, um, yes, this is what has happened since pretty much August through now. A review of things that have happened in the world okay? in the world in the world all right well do you want to um, give it to you in latitude and longitude or uh no phrase okay. it in the form of a question or <laughs> yes here's what here's how it's going to go actually i'm going to have you three work together you have 10 seconds to oh. try and think of an answer okay. and uh to work together think of an answer so as long as we have to as long as so we it's think pretty much of an you versus me oh nice ready are you ready for this here did you time yourself no okay <laughs> I just know everything. Oh, this is thanks to the History Channel website. I don't know if it's just history.com or History Channel. History. You ever seen the show The Beast or Beat the Beast or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this is what it feels like. Waiting. Mm. And it's waiting we're working rooms. together to yes. beat the beast. Yeah. Okay, October 1st, 2017. What major event happened in the United States? October 1st, 2017. Major event. October. It is not Halloween. It was before Halloween. I'm just going to keep on thinking. I, I have no idea. October 1st, Oct- 2017. What major event? In 2017, October. Uh, there was no. an earthquake. I, I don't I'll know. give you five more seconds. I don't. I, don't, I really. I have that's, zero That's clue. pretty. Like, that's, like, that's, like, I'm just getting a date. Like That's the only hint The that deadliest mass shooting in modern American history where a man fired bullets onto a crowd of concert goers. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Bay Resort. Oh, that's October. That wow. was very Ooh. significant. Yeah, that was now, sad. that actually earthquake-ish and what it has done well, with our nation. I, I have to ask it this way, and I can't give you questions, or I can't give you answers because it might right. give you too much. So it's, it might, it's a little harder, I understand, but. A little harder? This this format a yes. little harder. Why don't you start throwing in the well, BCs that's why too? There's three brains working together. I was why hoping. don't you do it in the Jewish calendar? Goodness. <laughs> Next question. I have one point, by the way. They lit out there in front of you. Woo, one point. All right. Wow. All right. Uh, many different kinds of seasons happen throughout a year. Yet this one, most people were happy to see come to an end. What season might I be referring to? A uh, political season. Yeah. Has that does Maybe. that ever come to an end anymore? Well. I think he might be referencing um, winter because it was a really harsh winter this year. It really, okay. Yeah, it was. Maybe well, just, I think that would be every year that people are, set, are glad yeah. to see winter. Let's go winter. Let's go winter. You going winter? Yep. All right. I said, if you say winter, I will accept. However, I'm thinking, because it's kind of vague, yeah. But I, I am thinking more of the hurricane season. Uh, oh, which involved right. a Category 3 hurricane swing through Texas, a Category yes. 4, which hit Florida Keys, and one more Category 4, which devastated Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, so and, uh, I, I knew that you guys might have said winter because it was a pretty, the, pretty rough Well, winter. can we work some bonus points in as far as if we can name some of those hurricanes? You could. Texas but was I, Harvey. Harvey, yes. Hurricane correct. Harvey. Okay. And then the one that destroyed uh, Puerto Rico is still in massive recovery right, really uh, from that. And so that one was... <laughs> I, I covered Harvey. What are you going to do? I have no idea what it's called. Is that not Matthew? Is, that Irma? is it Irma? It probably no. That's Irma. Probably that, you're right. I think that's right. I, I think 
It's either Irma or oh, Matthew. Wait a second. Oh, no. Somebody wasn't prepared well, for this. I, I saw the names, but I wasn't going to question yeah. you on that. I was when, was, when was Hurricane Matthew? That's I'm a good trying one. trying to be nice with that one, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys can hit that next one. Half a point. There we go. We'll we'll take that. Half a point. Should be full point. He's very benevolent. Right. Benevolent. (laughs) Quiz master. There we go. I thought you said initially that you were going to accept winter. Uh, this is bonus points. Oh, bonus points. Oh, so bonus. I got, I got so we, we got a half point. one and a half points. One and a half. Notice oh, how I'm, nice. I'm not, I'm not complaining anymore. <laughs> right, right. Uh, complaining. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? All right. What happened in August that caught the attention of many in the States? This event also happened in the U.S. in 1918. Oh, solar eclipse. Oh, yeah. Oh. Had to be. The Great. solar eclipse. Solar yeah. eclipse. That was where the penumbra and the umbra went through, and it started in uh, Oregon, I believe it was. Yeah, it was like yeah. a big, massive big belt. Huge, like across the states. Yeah. All right. Final answer. Solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. The total solar eclipse. That is correct. Nice. Boom. Good job, guys. All right. Fourth question. What scare happened in January, which caused the, this U.S. state to go into a panic? Um, if I could... oh the Hawaii, uh, was oh, it the Hawaii uh, over the broadcast bomb the, scare or the, the missile scare from North Korea? From North, North Korea, Korea the ballistic oh, missile nice. warning that yeah. the tweet was it a tweet that went out? An auto tweet? Uh, I think it was a text. You know how oh, you text, have the, yes. the, all the text. texts that go out? Yeah. Final answer? Chris, boom, going that's, with that one. That's a final answer. Correct. Hawaii. It was the false boom. missile alert in Hawaii. Wow. All right. Nice. Good so, job. I hope this is helping clips, you. I had that one, Titus. Right. Helping he your had, brains. He had the last one. So I'm, I'm next. So you're up. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, if you could just start carrying your weight around here, that'd be really good. A man known by many. Who also had many medical problems passed away on March 13th. Stephen who was this man? Yeah, Stephen Hawkins. Yeah. Hawkins. 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 Hawking. Yeah. That's Hawking. Hawking. Uh, Hawking. Polio, right? Is what we had? I don't know. No, no oh. I shook at it. Yeah. <laughs> Quizmaster, you've got to help us out. Yeah, Stephen Hawkins. You are the beast, Sebastian. Uh, wow, good job, guys. That was good. That was, good. Nice. That, 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 that was my quiz. I mean, I hope it. It, I hope you remember some of these things now. Is was a review. It was those were like, those were very because when I was coming games. across, it, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot that happened this like in this time mm-hmm. recently. So congratulations, you that- guys end with four point five points, and I just come away with a measly one point. So you know, what? I appreciate wow. you. I appreciate you bending the rules for us there so that we could earn some <laughs> of those bonus points. Four point five. <laughs> so uh, the uh, glad you could uh, join us here on the live till five. We will be back. We're going to continue our theme of review. And I believe I'm seeing over here at the edge of the table a little uh, what's in my coffee. Because my throat's getting a little scratchy and I could use something. So looking forward to that. Join us. Grab a coffee of your own if you want to. And we'll meet you back here in just a few moments. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I am not Pastor Jared. I'm just going to start every segment with that. I just want to, I just want to clear the air, make sure it's all very well known. I am not Pastor Jared. If it was, then he is having some massive vocal cord problems. Uh, 
I guess it's just one of those touchy subjects growing up. I don't know how you guys were, but when you when you first heard, started hearing your voice on like family recordings, and you're like, do I really sound like that? And it's just, do you guys remember, remember yeah. those moments? You're like, is that really me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have those every once in a while, uh, but I'm, I've gotten so used to hearing my own voice, and I have about a thousand... 200 students that would say, yeah, he's really used to hearing his own voice. <laughs> yeah. I have several co-workers that are uh, Kristen who are like, yeah, he's definitely used to hearing his own voice. Yeah. So that it just doesn't bother me anymore. I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. I have my one of my nicknames when I first joined the junior high soccer team because it, it was actually junior high and high school. I joined as a seventh grader and all the juniors and seniors called me Mickey. As in Mickey Mouse, as in, wow, son, your voice is high, as in, like, I got a little bit emotional. Um, but I've learned to deal with it. It's all good. And so now I just I just keep on talking so that people don't have a chance to make fun of me until I leave the room, and then, then it's all good. Then it starts, yeah. So well, – uh, <laughs> It was interesting you said that about your hearing your voice thing because I had – you know, being on the radio station, I do the the weather and the verse of the week, and I've we've got one of those Amazon Alexas back at home. Oh yes, oh, and I got uh, too. and it's fun. funny because if you tell Amazon Alexa to go up a certain amount of volume, she can't hear you anymore. <laughs> and so <laughs> Alexa, sorry, and so um, Alexa, and so my well, my my wife heard we were listening to you know Harvest Family Radio and. And then my verse of the week came on, and I don't like hearing myself, so I'm like, I'm like, Turn Alexa, up, volume yeah. down, and she's like, Alexa, volume up, Alexa, volume up, and then like, <laughs> eventually, it's just my voice blasting, and I'm like, Alexa, stop! But she can't hear me. And oh, yeah. That is <laughs> when you start yelling at your your voice controller or your AI, artificial <laughs> yes, intelligence. Yeah, and it, 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 it goes downhill just like this conversation. Exactly. Uh, so, all right, let's move on. We're going to play a game that I rarely play and that I'm horrible at, called What's in My Coffee. Uh, I will admit that I have, in the last four months, had more coffee than in the previous 37 years of my life. Wow. Uh, as a result of, uh, not really stress, just as a result of increased work responsibilities. And mm-hmm. wherever there are administrators, there is coffee there in their midst. I don't yes. know if you guys have noticed that, but I yeah, mean, that's coffee. just Or pastors, apparently. Yes. That's, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a, a Keurig machine in my... This is the music. I'm totally late. <laughs> totally late on the music. I was waiting for you it. You told me earlier, I'm just going to start playing the cue, Josh. <laughs> no. If you hear music, time for you to shut up. This and is I'm like, oh, no. oh no. no. I thought that we... This is what's in my coffee. So you kind of announced it. <laughs> I don't know I, what's in your coffee. I couldn't find the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it fits in really well with, again, the theory, the, not the theory, the fact of my life where I'm supposed to get something accomplished and I spend so much time explaining what I want to get accomplished that by the time that I'm supposed to have that accomplished, I haven't even started it yet. But that's, that's all right, exactly what is, I just did. That is yeah. making me feel very self-conscious. You couldn't find the song because it was called what Hebrews theme. It's called right? Hebrews theme. It, where I was looking for what's in my coffee. Yeah, and I hey, you know what? It. I had a huge smile on my face when I came in earlier with these drinks because you guys were talking about Hebrews, and I was like. I just came from Hebrews. I have these drinks. They're from <laughs> Hebrews, you and you guys are talking about Hebrews in the Bible. It made me very happy for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so this is the weekly segment, which I am never successful at. Uh, and I'm actually one of those people that when I'm listening to this, usually on on the Saturday rebroadcast or sometimes, I don't know about uh, how uh, the rest of you, but I, 
I generally don't listen to the rebroadcast. I'll just catch it on the SoundCloud app. Uh, that's where my sure. yes, so yes, you know yes. while you feel free to uh, go to SoundCloud on your app and look up Harvest Family Radio, like it, love it, and listen more of it. But I'm just not one of those guys that gets that that, that gets jealous of. Oh, they're drinking coffee and I don't have one here in front of me. It's like, ah, hope you guys like it. That's great. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go grab a candy bar or something. So today, <laughs> as we participate in the the review of what's in my coffee, if you could just in five words or less, or just the name of the drink, tell me down at Hebrews, what is your favorite drink to get there? Sebastian, we're going to start with Titus. <laughs> um, well, my favorite drink at the coffee shop is probably the Oreo Frappe. You call it a frappe. That's what I call it. You call it the frappe? Frappe. Does anybody know what the correct pronunciation is? Is it just a frap or it is a frappe? Yeah, that's, you you know what the way you said it a second time. Frappe. That's probably the correct correct, pronunciation. That's good. So the Oreo frappe. Yes. All right. Sebastian, we're going to go with Chris now. Great. (laughs) It's just your standard mocha. What's a standard mocha? It's just coffee with chocolate. Standard mocha. Hot? Hot mocha. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Sebastian, what are you up to? Well, over the many years um, many, I've been like here, the last which is two. only two, <laughs> Plus. I've transformed from liking the Java chip to the Kona Mocha to the Milky Way. I know that was more than five words. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I, this, let, let's recap the rules. I need your final answer. The Milky Way. The Milky Way. The Milky Way. And I am simply a calamansi guy. I just like the, the calamansi. Or whatever's free. Whatever you know. That's that's how I That's always it. what's good. Whatever's so free. Then. All right. So now, men, I need your help with our little what's in your coffee. And uh take that nice cool or warm. I think Chris yours is a as a warm one. I'm assuming it's so. Hot. Otherwise yes. hot. otherwise it, it I'm gonna have to question your manliness there with having a warmer there to to protect your hand if it's a cold drink, but it's all good. Uh, and then uh, give us a little bit of a description. And my first description was like the, uh, so not in, not in a bad way. I didn't mean that in a bad way. That was in a good way. That was a, uh, that was a good one. That was one of those good. So, That's a good or, sound? Yes, that was, okay. that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, uh, Sebastian, since we didn't start with you first last time, I'm going to start with uh, Chris. What do you think? Well, this is a, this is a, a little bit of a strange drink. It throws you off a little bit because I smelled it, and it smells like um, cinnamon. It definitely smells like cinnamon, but when I tasted it, it doesn't necessarily taste like cinnamon, although that still may be in there because the taste may not be as uh, pronounced as the smell is. I think that's really where my bitterness of coffee started, was you could always smell the different flavors of coffee, and then when yeah. I would taste it, I would taste just coffee. Right. And there would be no, all those smells that were associated with it just right. didn't didn't jive. Coffee's just overpowering. It has a strong it's smell. Like and, yeah, you're trying to drink that delicious flavor that you smell, but how do you, it, it how just do you drink never, the aroma? It's like gum that's like super delicious, but it's just you never really get to eat it because it's just. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can eat it. Yeah, but it's just not the, satisfying. What's the longest that you ever had a piece of gum? Did you ever Ooh. did you ever carry it from one day to the next? Not 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 I've never carried daily, no. I was I was <laughs> my my <laughs> rule my rule growing up because uh, we were only allowed to have the carefree sugar-free gum. Oh. Yes. And so it was mm. one stick one day the whole day. Uh, wow. 
that's really where I got the practice for my jaws. So I have no oh, problem yeah. so talking you, all day. Li- lifetime practice, right? Life, lifetime. All right. So, uh, Chris, you got. I, I don't oh, know what this wait, is. Are we supposed it's, to make our guesses now or do we yeah, go around yeah, the yeah, room yeah. first? We, we no. go around okay, guessing. Okay, around the room. We go, right. around, we go around guessing. So Good. this is this has to be some sort of cinnamon flavored something and it's uh i think it's a latte but yeah go ahead go we'll down to out. hebrews and order the cinnamon something and yeah. uh, <laughs> tell you chris tell him chris sent you yep chris special all right sebastian we're gonna go with titus next i knew it <laughs> all right well when i first saw this first of all it's like it's a whipped cream drink it's a cold drink it's blended and i thought it was the oreo that's what i thought so i got excited because i thought it was my favorite drink but it has coffee in it so i'm gonna go with probably a Java chip is what I'm thinking. Nice. Java chip is hey, what I'm thinking. Yeah, Sebastian, it they, looks like that. Yeah, yeah. it looks it looks a little bit favorites? like both. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorites. Used to be yeah. one of your favorites. Yeah. Used to All right. be. Sebastian? Well, I still like it. Sebastian, you actually uh yours yours is uh I think I get that kind of a lot. Yeah. I think it's good. <laughs> Cuz it's just about gone. <laughs> um is that is that my cue? Yeah, that's your cue, oh. man. That's your, well, we could play or some is music. That, is that your cue? Yeah, no, we could play some music. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm like Pavlov's My, my dog first thoughts here. are: this is an iced coffee drink. Yep. With flavor. I mean, first thought is like gingerbread, almost like gingerbread man was cut up and put into my drink, and. But what? you caught him. But you caught him. That might be the same as mine. It, don't you taste a weird? Like I can't really put my finger. I can't on put it. my finger on it. Is exactly. there gingerbread ginger kind of stuff in there? Cold? It's like kind of a chalky almost, but it's like not. Wasn't gingerbread mm-hmm. like seasonal? Yeah. Okay. We so might, we I might, we have, might the have the thing. same version, but just yeah. different. Versions. Hot and cold. <laughs> Hot and cold. There All right. And I, honestly, Sebastian, I think that mine. You went down to McDonald's and just got me the uh, the caramel. Iced coffee. I mean, that's kind of what oh. it tastes like. The first thought, which those are actually they're decent. They're decent. Um, my wife's just not really into the McDonald's iced coffee. If I ever bring her one back, she's like, "Thanks, honey." <laughs> which is the really you didn't need to do that. I'd rather just get one from my Keurig. And then I explained to her that we can't use the Keurig because it needs to be descaled, and I haven't bought any descaler. Do you guys know where I can get some of that stuff at? I don't know what that At is. The descaling the store. What what is descaling? I don't even know what that once is. Once they once they the the Keurig machines they get clogged up and oh. so you have to get the, the cleaner. I don't have oh, one. Oh yeah, because coffee so you just know. you just put vinegar through it and it cleans it. Oh right? yeah. yeah, she that did that one time. That's for my blood. She did that one time and then the next twenty two cups of coffee tasted like, like vinegar, vinegar and so okay. we were told not to do that. Yeah. Fortunately, the first person that had one of those cups was not one of us. It was a guest and that did not go well. <laughs> Sorry, Brian Babin. <laughs> uh, so mine tastes kind of like a, a I'm just going to say, a, a caramel iced coffee. All right, you guys ready for the big reveal? Let's review. Here we go. Review. Let's review. Mine is a cold brew with hazelnut. I was way off. Yeah. Although that does explain the McDonald's because of the... Um, but I wouldn't get it from McDonald's. I would break the rule of this game. Because of the hazelnut. <laughs> okay. All right. Who has number two? Me. All right. So I have my peace sign up. Is that how he usually says that? <laughs> Did I, I need to work on my phrasing for that one. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And number two is a dirty chai. Wow. Dirty chai. That was the flavor. That the means chai. it's chai with coffee in it. Oh, yeah. that's what that means. I yeah. think I've had that one time, and I think that was the only time that I ever so had it. So what would be a clean chai? I would like a clean chai. chai. Without chai. coffee. I Without like coffee. chai. So just straight tea. Yeah. This just could be chai. Yours is definitely not chai. You are uh, right with, did you say latte? Yeah. Okay, you are right with a latte. Uh, let's play a little charades here. Okay, the cinnamon, you are correct. And you're only missing <clears throat> one word. 
cinnamon toast. I, I don't. Huh. Well, the, the toast you, you could. It's it's honey. It's honey. Oh, honey latte with cinnamon. I I taste that now that you said it. Honey, your latte with cinnamon is ready. All right, and then the grand finale. Boom, Number Titus. Four. What do you have? I said Java chips. What I thought. Java chip, but you said with coffee. Yes. So it does have espresso in it, and you mixed up Java chip with Oreo. Wow. Oreo. Rookie mistake. It is, it is Oreo. Oreo is Rookie Java chip mistake. is Oreo. Mistake. Oh. It is Oreo. So Oreo with. Espresso. So is that Oreo with a shot of espresso? Yep. See, I thought it. I did say thought it looked like Oreo, but. Oh well, well, thanks for joining us with the uh, the what's in your coffee. When we come back. We're going to continue with the review, and we are going to focus specifically on reviewing the awesomeness of our mothers, with Mother's Day coming up. Thanks for tuning in with us. Stay with us for the next hour of Live Till 5. we got a couple of things that we want you to hear, and then we'll be back with you. album be uh, releasing it a little bit at a time so uh, good. So you can good tell boss. my voice matches up exactly my sing you know the right. people that have their singing voice a little yeah. bit different mm-hmm. uh, just like this is not the voice of Pastor Jared Baldwin <laughs> uh, he is on the album as well uh, but he's primarily one of the backup singers uh, working with the soprano section uh, but it's, it's been good so this is really like I'm borderline getting emotional but that's primarily because it's a friday and my emotions are wrecked by friday afternoon anyways so but it's good speaking of the sunny side men it's all about our moms as we have been (laughs) as we have been talking about the importance of review we have mother's day coming up today in class we worked on coloring mother's day's cards and guys I don't know if your teachers ever reminded you, but I always remind my sixth graders, mm-hmm. no matter how good you color, what is it that moms care about on the card? The note. There you go. The heart. Gold no, star. it has nothing to do with the heart, <laughs> son. Gold star. It has nothing to do with the heart. It's all about the note. Yeah. And so before you do any coloring, you write that note to your moms. Guys, I don't want to like put you on the spot too much here, but... Um, what have you planned for your moms for Mother's Day? Uh, well, my mom is back in the States. She lives in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. So I've been talking to my sister a little bit, trying to figure out what we're going to do. But I think we may send her flowers. Oh, or, may. We may. may send her flowers. May, uh, no, we're going to send her some flowers. Or like uh, the second option would be like edible arrangement. Because uh, those are pretty neat too. So mm. like the... Strawberry. I have heard like, of those. Yeah, those are cool. They they're neat. They're like they they call pineapples flower shaped, and instead of the flower, the flower just withering away. You right, just eat, eat it. it. Right, so you get you get there's double a dupe, it looks, use. Yeah, it looks good <laughs> and it tastes good too. That's so amazing. Chocolate dip, uh, strawberries. You have pineapples on there. You have 
I think you get something like peaches on there, just a bunch of different kinds of fruits. Yeah, see, I'm just not into spending money, uh, and so I like to give <laughs> wonderful crafts. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I like exactly. to I like to give my mom stuff that that reminds her of me. You should give her your, so, your next album. The next album. Uh, album. <laughs> well, it's close. Uh, Chris, could you and Sebastian, could you guys let me know when this is done and edited on SoundCloud? I'm going to send her the link for Mother's Day. And oh yeah, love absolutely. you, mom. Here you go. There this you is, go. This is what you did. You're Record responsible. <laughs> You're responsible for this child growing up, and uh, so. Um, but uh, that that really is kind of the stuff that I, that we do, and we got some family pictures that we're gonna uh, send her, and I'll we'll tell her to uh, have dad print them out. So that's what that's what I've got planned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're kind of thinking, you know, probably maybe some flowers. Uh, I know last year, I, or. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. I got one of those uh, those wooden figurine, like they're, um, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, Voodoo some, dolls? Some of the, some of the pa- no, wooden. <laughs> wooden. Yeah, they're, they're like the simple, like wooden, uh, it's, what are they called? It, uh, wooden, wooden figurines. Yeah, it's it's like. Like a nutcracker? No. Like almost but, like a music box, but uh, on person almost? Could you act it out for a us? A will, willow, a willow figure oh uh, pre- precious moments yes like that yeah oh. yeah that's like and, ceramic and isn't it that's they're, they're ceramic Porcelain? little like angels that like you collect them yeah they're well i thought they were hmm. women yeah i don't Wooden. know <laughs> <laughs> well precious moments of thoughts. you may be thinking of something else okay, continue but, on yeah. but yeah continue on. i got her one of those it was like yeah had the mother and she was like you know kind of you know patting her child which is me symbolically oh i so got good. one for the last year but then i also have uh, you know, my wife's gonna be a mother too. That's so right. Her something. Right. When, I won't reveal it on the air. Well, she is a mother now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But also, we will but be having soon, child. She will have baby Basil do on the way. Right. Um, that that sounds like a good a- album cover too. Baby, baby Basil do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the theme of our show today. It's review, but let's review good albums. Uh, and then uh, Chris, what you got? You got any? Uh, see. Y- now, I think of your family a little bit similar to mine. Yes. Uh, I run out, like, the what I give my wife, I get the, the coloring pictures that I have for the students to get their moms. There's one, which maybe I'll share it with you. I'll give it because it'll, it'll work out well. Or maybe maybe uh, your daughter Elizabeth already picked this one out. But there is just a mama rabbit oh. surrounded by about 70 of her children all trying to give her things. It's like, that's kind of a little bit of what our families are like there with just children coming from all directions. And right. it's like, uh, yes, happy Mother's Day. Here you go. Yeah, I well, I've got my mother. I'll probably just call my mom. I don't necessarily yeah. send her anything, but I always call her. And then um, for my wife, um, that's a good question. What I'm going to do for Mother's Day. Yeah, I want to that's an start. open question. Right. At this moment, but there will be definitely something going on. Se- Sebastian, what is, is that? Shown the us. willow He's, tree. They're, they're called willow right. tree yeah. oh, uh, yes. figurines, and so they're kind of like I said, the simplistic. They're right, supposed right. to be like symbolic. Right. Uh, symbolic. It's, yes. it's both what you did and a suggestion for us. I think that yes. my yes. father-in-law <laughs> got one of those for my wife uh, when she was uh, about to have Annabelle, because there's mm-hmm. one where just the mom is just. Uh, hold, okay, I, I won't. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm demonstrating it here as I'm sticking my belly out and holding my belly out and, and rubbing my belly. But that's quality that's, radio. Yes, right. That's if the, only this that's was the type television. Of thing that's going on. So, yeah. so that's good. So, oh, we're going to take some time. And if I could have you guys each just share uh, what makes your mom awesome. Uh, because we're going to do this at the end, but it's like, we can't do this at the end. Moms don't deserve to go last. Moms deserve to go at the top of the hour. Absolutely. And so if you guys, I'll, I'll, I'm going to share one thing and then go around and then just as, as, as things come up. Uh, and also, uh, I have to share about uh, my wife as well. But with my mom, well, first off, it wasn't until I was, I think, 16 years old when I found out that my mom, who always went by Kathy, her First name wasn't actually Kathy. It was Mary. Uh, that was a little bit of a traumatic experience in my life um, because my dad, I knew. My dad had gone by his middle name. I, he was always M. Lee Taylor. M stand for Maurice. But I did not know until I saw my mom's driver's license. And on there, it's like, Mom, somebody forged your driver's license because they're calling you Mary. She's like, son, we need to have a chat. My name is Mary little heart to heart and then I was like why don't you just go by why don't you go by Mary there's lots of Marys in the Bible it's all good she said I just liked Kathy better all right you know can't argue with that but my mom one of the she had three boys oldest brother Nathaniel and then my brother Jeremy and then me uh, and she just took care of us to the maximus and always in the kitchen always ready to cook feed do whatever she could to take care of us she worked uh she was a secretary she cleaned houses she just did everything to help put us through to a christian school all the way through but i remember some of my favorite memories of my mom when she would let me have uh, my friends over jeremiah gross marcus krakenfels uh phil coolbaugh chris smith and we would go to our little basketball hoop uh, on the church property we'd lower the rim down and then we would pretend like we were really skilled basketball players, put it down to about eight and a half feet, dunk contests, play in. And then mom would be getting homemade pizzas ready for us mm. with oh, a wow. hamburger pizza, Oof. pepperoni. Mm. But I just remember that hamburger. And my friends, Jeremiah and Marcus especially, would just be like, Josh, we need to come over to your house and play basketball. I was like, guys, we just did that last week. He's like, yes, it's not about the basketball, Josh. We need the pizza. It's the pizza. And so those are the kinds of things that my mom was. That's why she's awesome. Yep. She's awesome. Guys, who wants to go next? Who's got an awesome mom? Well, I'll go. I think I can go next. All right. I'll just take the floor here. But, right, uh, go ahead. No, this is uh, <laughs> this is to me a difference Mother's Day for my mom because most of her, well, not most, but half of her children are overseas because uh, me and my sister just came here to Guam. It's our first year here um, at Harvest, just um, teaching and working at op staff. So my mom is be missing two of her kids, and it's just uh, you know I remember because uh, Mother's Day normally on Sunday, so we would get up on we would get up early or late night and um, put balloons up or signs up, make like a giant card for my mom, and then surprise in the morning. So, but uh, my mom's was a teacher her whole life and just putting us dealing with kids um and um, she was a second grade teacher just dealing with kids every single day and then coming home to deal with us even more and there's uh there's four of us so always dealing with us just giving us time almost like seven because you yeah. oh there you go exactly just, just the sheer size of me and just how <laughs> and i was a little rascal as a kid too so uh i'm sure there's a bunch of people here at harvest that can tell stories but um no, it was. We've been sworn to secrecy. Right, right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, she, she, she was great, and just um, no, she still is great. 
but um, yeah, she was <laughs> great. She, she still is great. Um, but she just really took care of us. Just she really was a mother to all, and she we'd always have um, I don't know different people over all the time. She was just a mother to me and everybody else, but she was just really caring, and um, I appreciate her for that, and I love her for that because she really took care of us and all the things that she did with um cooking and cleaning for us, taking care of us, and helping us with homework, going to basketball games. She was always there for us when no one else was. So that's what I really appreciate about my mom. So mom back in the States, if you're listening, love you. We'll see you when we see you. And uh, so now you can send right. this to her. Right. That's, that's and, wow. And make yes. it maybe on an edible CD. There you go. Ed- edible CD. <laughs> edible CD. <laughs> I don't think they make those. Edible iPhone. We should, we, you know Listen what? to it, mom, and then chew on this. <laughs> chew on this. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, Yes. Uh, I also want to say yes, something I, nice. Yes. yes, I have a mom. For, for my mom so she can hear it in the right, States. Right, there you go. And so, you know, for, for me, my mom, she was, uh, there was many seasons where she was kind of a, you know, she was single mom raising us, and there's five of us total. Um, I'm the oldest. And so, uh, just, just kind of after graduating high school and, and getting out and understanding what it actually means to, you know, you know, have to just living, you know, uh, um, cooking and all, all this stuff and just really appreciate now looking back you know you look back and you see you know um i see my mom who since she was kind of by herself you know she didn't have you know husband for a couple seasons you know and that was a uh, um just her coming home after work and still caring for us growing up mm-hmm. and it was like yeah i see that I, I have another level of appreciation for it now uh doing it myself uh growing up here and or yeah yeah being uh, so married and having being married yeah. and yeah child and on the way seeing, and all that. Yeah, yeah how it prepare for a child and uh just right. uh seeing how i'll have to get ready for that and it's like wow this would be extra hard if i was if it was just you know one of us getting you know yeah. ready for a child that would be just a pain and you know she she went through that so yeah just Mom, very moms deal with the complicated yeah so, uh, if you're listening, Mom, love you too. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I have a story about my mom. Uh, it's something I've uh, thought about through the years. We went to a store. She was writing a check. And the check she was writing, she would always write on the check, Mrs. A.E. Harper, because my dad's name is Arthur Edward. And so my mom's having her birthday pretty soon. She's going to be 80. And she grew up in a day where you signed things, Mrs., and then the first name of your husband, and then Harper. And the lady at the store said, "Um, what's your actual name? Because you can't sign this way. You have to put your actual name. And my mom stood her ground and said, that's That's, my name. That's who I am. Mrs. A.E. Harper. And that was a little bit of a little poignant moment for me because – what she was saying was that she had married into this family and this family was who she was and she was going to stand her ground on I am Mrs. A.E. Harper. And so I thought of that and thought that's kind of a poignant moment uh, because it, it tells you how she has dedicated her life to Mm -hmm. her husband and her family. I will I will admit yeah. that was a very confusing thing for me when I that concept came through. Yeah. And now it's even more real 
and Chris, you'll understand this too, and Sebastian, depending on how things are, but my daughter <laughs> and the fact that everything she is, Annabelle Taylor, and I am raising her for some bum to take her name away from me. <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So anyways, I haven't come to grips with that part yet. I don't know how you're doing with that, Chris. But I got four of those. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I am. Wow. Wow. I'm, Woo, I'm struggling with that one right now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but then I think of, you know, that's where that that's where my wife has made that sacrifice of of giving up the Heflin so that she could become a tailor and the sacrifice that is involved with that. And I don't fully understand that because I got to keep my name. Sure. But yeah, the, the the moms they are awesome for for that sacrifice. Yeah, I just it struck me as this is who I am, and I'm standing right. my ground on this is who I am, and and uh, it was I thought it was a I thought it was a great moment. Always remember it. Yeah. And after the break, I'm going to have my son Devin. You're going to share something about what you think is awesome about your mom, who happens to be my wife. So are you cool with that, Devin? Yes. All right, so when we come back from the break, we'll have another little bit section on moms and then our controversial topic on the history of the school calendar. And our word for the day, agrarian. Did I say that right, Chris? Correct. Agrarian. All right, that's how we're coming back after this short break. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's no way I can fake that this is me. I have zero skill when it comes to any musical instrument. You give me four chances, and I might be able to find middle C on the piano. I did take, again, thank you, Mom. Love you, Mom. I did take piano lessons for six months. However, I complained so badly, but not just complained. I also just was so bad that my parents realized this is basically like taking money and flushing it down the toilet. And so we're just not going to waste that money anymore because my big thing was, I just was so upset that on Wednesdays when we would come home from school and then we would have to go to piano lessons and I would miss GI Joe, a real American hero, the cartoon show. Yes. And it was only on Wednesdays. Or sorry, it was only Wednesdays were the only days we could see it because Wednesdays at our school, we got out at 2 o'clock. So we'd make it home in time to watch G.I. Joe and then we would have to go to piano lessons and it was just brutal. So it was G.I. Joe or piano lessons? Is that it was, the choice you were making no, there? No, well, it wasn't even a choice. The choice was made for me. So you missed G.I. So Joe missed G. automatically. Joe on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday episode, it was just painful. Um, but... My parents realized, you know what? We better put our money into something else because our son is not musically inclined. Uh, and so mom and dad, thank you. I love you so much for realizing just how bad I am at music. 
and uh, putting your your resources into other other things. Chris, uh, Sebastian and Titus had to leave us, but I wanted to to take give you an opportunity and really give me an opportunity. If, if I've got a microphone in front of me, then I want to be able to tell some of the people that I love how much I appreciate them. And so we talked last night as we were reviewing, we were reviewing uh, our mothers and how awesome they are. But now I got to review just how awesome my wife is. And to do that, I brought in all the way from Totu, which is across the street, a mm-hmm. solid four-minute walk, my son, Devin. Dev, what do you want to say to the people out there? Hi. That's what he wanted to say, folks. He's been working on that, practicing that. Now, Devin is actually one of my the, the co-hosts on our podcast. Dev, what's the name of our podcast? Devin Dad. The Devin Dad Podcast. You can find that on SoundCloud. You can be one of the four Unless subscribers. And about we just call it the A, B, and Dev. Podcast. Yeah, so Devin is actually a co-host with two different podcasts. Uh, but Devin, I wanted you to have an opportunity because it's Mother's Day. Have you actually thought about what gift you're going to get for mom yet? Um, I don't know. I might just give her a card. Okay, that's that's And it. then I'll probably we'll probably give her like an ice white mocha. She likes white ice mochas. Okay, so we'll probably that's actually a pretty pretty solid idea, dude. I'm I'm glad you got a plan with that. Uh, and then. Uh, see, my, my wife, uh, as awesome as she is, because of not only is she uh, a mom to my own children, but she has been foster mom. And Chris, I know you have much experience with the, the, the growing up with the foster children. How many how many was it that your your family had? Well, I le- I I don't I don't know the final number, but I left Spokane in two thousand, and we had already had over four hundred at that time, <laughs> and they were foster parents all the way up to like two thousand. Eight, I think, that or two thousand. Unbelievable. So Incredible. it had to be, it had to be over five hundred. Forty-four years, foster parents. We've been so. doing it since two thousand nine. Um, my my family and uh, that's that's just wh- who my wife is, and it sounds like who your mom is uh, and your mm-hmm. your wife as well. Just uh, it's about family. It's about uh, being a mom, and it doesn't matter biological or not. You're willing to be a mom to people that need one. Yeah, and uh, that's who my wife is. Uh, and so, Dev, can you tell me some things that mom has done for you in these last couple of weeks, and what you're thankful for? Because I know last week was a pretty rough week for you, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm thankful for I'm thank you for your mommy for watching me when I was sick. Yes, he was sick. You know, and, and again, Chris, you're probably dealing with this as well. When you have as many children, it's just you just rotate through the sicknesses, and it kind of seems like it really doesn't go away. But man, Dev, you were you were smoked, son. And we don't know where it happened. You were the only person that got sick. Uh, and you were down and out. And the way we can always tell when Devin is sick, you put food in front of him and he doesn't eat it. Oh, that's unless how I, you know. Unless I'm like feeling better. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it, that's how we know he's better because as soon as he's better, he goes back into vacuum cleaner mode. Yes. So, uh, Chris, why don't you tell me, uh, tell, tell the uh, listeners out here again, this is my name is Josh Taylor, uh, filling in for Pastor Jared Baldwin. Uh, he should be coming back from, uh, I think he's having a little mini vacation, isn't he? Yeah, try, it's a yeah. busy time of year, yep. and he was getting away a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. is. And congratulations uh, yeah. to Pastor Jared and his family and for making our lives even busier by covering for him while he's gone. So I appreciate yeah. that, Jared. Uh, uh, that's what friends do. Friends uh, make other people's lives more complicated uh, so that... 
because of making up for all the times when I made his life more complicated with him having to cover for me. Uh, but So filling in for him here on Live Till 5. Uh, Chris, why don't you just give us an a, a idea of how awesome your wife is? Well, um, we have five children. And um, my wife's life has been since we, um, our daughter is, our oldest daughter is 12. Yep, she's, and, in, uh, she's in sixth grade this year. Right. And uh, since, since um, my daughter was born, uh, my wife's life has been uh, taking care of children, taking care of all of us. And um, right now she's probably at home. They're probably working through some homework. <laughs> She's probably working on dinner or at least preparing to work on dinner. She's probably helping somebody um, with their spelling words or so- something of that nature. Yep. Um, not Well, spelling is usually on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays yep. for our kids, but... But something, there's math homework that she's got to log somebody into the computer, <laughs> something. So uh, a lot of sacrifice would be a word I would use. Yep. Um, not, not too many days off in the, in the last 12 years. Um, one, of the, one of the best videos that I've seen in a long time is called The Job Interview. I don't know if yeah. you ever saw that. The Job Interview. And it is where they set up some some interviews for people, and then they just go through the qualifications yeah. of what it is, what this job entails. And they talk about how you have to—it's uh, a 365-day-a-year uh, job. Uh, you don't get any time off for holidays. As a matter of fact, holidays are actually more complicated, yes. uh, more demanding. Uh, sleep is optional. Uh, It can happen, but there will be lots of times where it doesn't. And these people that are interviewed, like, and and they say, oh, and by the way, of course, you don't actually get paid in money. Uh, And the people are like, what kind of a joke is this? What kind of a joke is this? Who would ever sign up for that kind of a job? And then he says, a mom. And then everybody gets emotional and they understand just how much a mom does for you. And uh, that's why the fact that moms get one day out of the year – it's just it's not enough. No, no, it's, it's not, not enough. enough. And even on that one day out of the year, they're still doing so much to take care of us. And uh, and I'm just incredibly grateful for my wife, the sacrifice that she has made, not just for my family, but what she does for our island uh, yeah. with with through Harvest House through. We have three brothers right now. Uh, that are coming from a really rough situation, and um, she's been a mom to them uh, since we got them. You, you talk about the different calendars, how our life revolves around the school calendar. In August, when life was getting the the beginning of craziness for us, we also had three new children come into our home and uh, getting them stable. And now to see there, one was in, in K3, and, and he's getting ready for uh, finishing up his K3 years. Just, it's just awesome stuff. With that being said, that all the sacrifices that mothers make and all the difficulties and the hardships, this is what I notice about my wife right uh, during this phase of her life. If she, um, if she thinks about the children growing up and getting old enough that she's not taking <laughs> care of them anymore, this is one of the things that she struggles with the most. I mean, the tears come and everything, because if you think about it, it's the hardest thing. And yet how rewarding is Mm -hmm. it? It has to be because that emotion comes. And when you think 
uh, my children soon enough they won't be here and what a sad yep. moment so it's that that's that's I, I I try to think that I can understand a little bit of what moms are like because I'm a teacher yeah and I am down to nine school days left with my students yeah. and I put that countdown I put a countdown on my window take a, a day down once we get to 20. And I take a day down each day. And that is not – when I first made it, I thought it would be so exciting because can't wait for summer vacation. But now it is a constant reminder to me. And that first year I did it 16 years ago, it was every day that I took off of the window was a realization of I'm losing my students. Right. And a teacher without students is uh, is pathetic. Um, that's, that's what, that's what I love so much. The, the teaching aspect of it, the imparting information, that's all fun. The grading papers is horrible. Uh, the lesson prep is not all that enjoyable. And that's when I realized I love teaching, not because of the content. I love teaching because of the students. Yeah. Uh, and that's really where my wife is. Sounds like where your wife is. Yeah. is she loves it for being able to take care of the children. And when I consider the, uh, what what goes into that and what you were just mentioning, Chris, about how that time is going by so fast. When Annabelle, my oldest, when she turned nine, I wrote a letter to my wife just to get into my own head. We are halfway through our impact with her. Right. And she's nine. Yeah. Because by the time she's 18, we're sending her off. She's she's right. got to go. She's going to grow up. Uh, she's going to do what God has called her to do, and that was four years ago. Yeah. Now I'm down from where we were fifty percent of the way through to where we've got less than five years left. Yeah. To impact her before she's got to go out, and God's going to use her in her own family. And uh, I know that you're going through those those same type of things. So it's uh, and then trying to think like a mom. I'm not very good at it because moms are a lot better at it. But you can understand just how much they are willing to pour into these little lives. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. such a, it's such a cool thing. So, Dev, is there anything else you want to say about mom? Good stuff, right? Good stuff. Yeah. What? Oh, you you you're ready? You're ready for it? Um. That was a deep breath. He's getting ready for something really, really good. Dev, what is the favorite? What's the favorite food that mom makes that you just love? I like stack ups. <laughs> she likes Dev likes stack ups, which is you take the rice and the chili and the chips, and then you put some sour cream. Do you like peppers on it, Dev? Do you like the the hot peppers or no? No. No, he doesn't like the hot peppers. And then the then you stir it all up. And I remember one of the first times that Devin had that, he saw the whipped cream on the top, and he kind of thought it was ice cream. And so he just scooped that whole thing of sour cream, yes. put it in his mouth, didn't phase him at all. He just went for the next bite, and that's when he realized Devin doesn't have taste buds. He just <laughs> wants food. He just wants food. Chris, what's your what's the, the favorite food that your wife makes for your family? Um, boy, you put me on the spot well, with that I, one. Let's go with I'm me. not sure. For me, I am definitely... In the line of Devin, uh, my wife makes some killer tacos, burritos. I love it. But then since Devin took the Mexican side of things, then I'm just going to go with one of our family's classics, which when I say my family, it's my wife makes it and we just enjoy it. The Ritz cracker chicken. 
Jake's oh, Ritz okay. crackers, some butter, puts it on the chicken, and then just some rice and some finadeni, and boom, simple. Well, she says simple. I could never do it, um, but love it. I like the chicken chili. and Chicken chili. Chicken chili and the speedy beef and bean burritos. Speedy beef and bean burritos. Are, yes. are these names that you, you, no, you, your family comes up with? That's, no, that's the recipe. I think it's the recipe. Yeah, that's... I think it's the recipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Give me that speedy. What was that? Speedy beef and bean burritos. All right, so what's speedy about that? It's fast to make them. Fast to make them. That's what's I, important. Yeah. I always joke with the kids that they better be careful because they're the beef is speedy, so it might run off the plate. You so know? you just so, got it. Yeah. So. It's just free for all. Free yeah, for all. We're going with joke. that one. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my wife. Like, she, she will go into the kitchen and she's like, I'm just, she's like, what do you want to eat? And I'm just, whatever's easiest for you. And then she throws out like four different things. I'm like, all of that sounds algebraic to me. Like, none of that stuff yes. sounds simple. Like, simple for me is, here's a can of Chef Boyardee. Right. That's what I think of as simple. And she's just like, well, no, I can just make this here, here, here. And I was like, oh, that, that, I can't do that stuff. I'll just go out and mow the lawn. I mean, that's what I'm good at. I can go mow the lawn. That for me, no problem. But man, when the kitchen, I just, I don't roll with it very well with that stuff. So, well, we've got one more segment and it's going to, I'm going to come back to the school calendar type of thing. And I gave you that little hint earlier with the agrarian. I'm pretty sure that I'm saying that one correctly. I listened to the pronunciation multiple times, the Agrarian it's Society. Correct. I think it's correct. And then uh, to wrap up our time of review, and then honestly, just some things that I hope you as a family and friends and co-workers take some time to review and then help you press forward. So we got one more section. Hope you're going to be able to come back. If not, you can listen to us on The Rebound both on Saturday and on Sunday night, Saturday at noon to 2 and Sunday evening at 7 to 9 p.m. 7 to 9 p.m. So we'll take a break and we'll be back with you for one more final segment. Banjo that's going on in there? Yes. Banjo going? It's called Bringing in the Georgia Mail. Bringing in the Georgia Mail. That is not what I would have guessed. He told me. Yeah, we gave you that beforehand. You did? I was... I I gave that to... Oh, yeah. and I were talking about it. Got a little inside scoop over here, and I I didn't have that information because I was, you know, just checking up, making sure I was ready for this next segment. With our last bit of review for today, as I am... Preparing my students have a science exam on Monday. Students, you have a science exam on Monday. That's in your agenda and check your weekly outlook. Uh, this is Josh Taylor here on Live Till 5, and we have about 17 minutes to 5 o'clock, unless, of course, you're listening to us on Saturday, and then you got about 17 minutes until 2 o'clock. And then if you're listening to us on Sunday night, it's about 17 minutes until 9 o'clock. Am I right on that, Chris? Correct. All right. And if you're listening to us on the SoundCloud app, which I highly recommend, go to Harvest Family Radio 
and you subscribe. Is it SoundCloud? Do you subscribe to them, or yeah. you yeah, you subscribe? Yeah, you can subscribe, and then you know you'll it'll if you when you subscribe, it'll pop up like give you a notification. There's a new track from Harvest Family Radio, and a lot of people listen there. Actually, I subscribe to two stations. Yeah, on SoundCloud, the one that Devin and I and Annabelle have the Devin Dad podcast and. Harvest Family Radio. Those are only really the only two ones that, that, that we listen to there. So if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, then I have no idea what time it is. Uh, that's your responsibility. Uh, so with <laughs> You the, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sure you can. Just, uh, <laughs> Look because, on your phone yes, you can, you're listening you, on. You can multitask. You're, you're all good with that. Yeah. Uh, just to give you an update, uh, I have 9,443 steps in today on my Fitbit. So after the time finishes here, then I've got to get another, uh, got to get another thousand seventeen. No, sorry, another thousand fifty-seven in uh, in order to get my ten thousand five hundred for the day because I have higher standards, higher standards. Uh, but that's my 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 daily goal and the goal for this show. See how I tie that in the goals. The goal for this show is to let you know just how important review is, so that as Chris mentioned earlier reviewing so that you can see where you have been and where you know where you need to go. And so I wanted, I was just curious as I was getting to final exams and summer vacation, really where did this, who established my life revolving around the August to May calendar? And I did a little bit of research. I've got a I got an article here by James Peterson from Seton Hall University. Uh, Chris, I gave you one there from, I believe it was the Richmond News. Is that correct? Richmond News. Alan Campbell. Yep. And yours, I like yours ones because that one's nice and short. Uh, This is a nine pager. But where is it that the, the calendar, the American school system calendar came from? And again, the word that just continued to come up is agrarian. The agrarian needs of our society. Agrarian has to do with the fact that our life revolved around agriculture and needing to take off the summer months of June and July to help with the family harvest. And uh, now the debate is, do we still need that? Because uh, as James Peterson mentions, back in 1983... One of the most famous educational articles probably ever written called A Nation at Risk. Chris, you said you're familiar with that, the Nation at Risk. When you described the setting for that, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm getting ba- Basically little... how, again, I, I've never read it, but uh, I was three years old at the time when it came out. But I still remember that, that Nation at Risk, basically how America is falling way behind uh, in our standardized scores and we're getting left in the dust. And according to that article back in 1983 we were supposed to america was supposed to basically fall off the earth before the uh, end of the century uh we didn't um but the good news is they have written more articles since then that say that we're still going to go down and fall off the cliff uh but we aren't we aren't where we used to be but we we haven't exactly fallen off the cliff so uh and then it becomes well how is it that we can improve and they go into a lot of things but I, I just like to look at it from the the calendar perspective and the should we go because there's all the debate about, well, maybe should, we should go with a year long calendar. And my initial thought is, ah, I like June and July. 
I like June and July, even though I'm about to, I'm about to step out of the classroom. That's another reason I look at my window. I've got nine school days left because Harvest is going through a lot of change as we review back from where Harvest has been. And then Chris is going to share really just where KHMG has, uh, KHMG has gone from the past nine months and, and the improvements and the things where we've gone. Um, and the, but, but my, I look over my last 16 years as a sixth grade teacher. I did the math, Chris, and the math is a little bit depressing, but really? on, on, well, I, I'm guess there's probably a lot of people who are just the math, you know, math, math is depressing, but <laughs> let me just, let me just give you a couple of numbers here. On average, we got about 180 school days. Okay. And then I'm in my classroom. The school day is around eight hours long, but I'm not in there that whole time. Sure. So, you know, we're going, taking the kids out to break in the cafeteria. So just in my classroom, I'm in there around six hours a day. So that is, over the course of a school year, 1,080 hours. Right. And that's not counting any summer work that I do, any evening work that I do. Sure. And then I've done that for 16 years. That gives me 17,280 hours that I've been in that classroom. Now, if we go a little bit more realistic, I've averaged around 220 days in the classroom, around eight hours a day. So that's 1,760 hours, and I multiply that times 16. So a more realistic number is about 10,000 more hours, yeah. 28,160. Now, 28,000. I take, do you know how many hours are in a year? I don't know. No. Well, 24 times 365.25. There are 8,766 hours in a year. So of that, 28,000 hours that I have put into my classroom, just being in there and divide that by just rounding up to 9,000, I have been in my classroom for on a low number about three years of my life yeah inside those four well sorry three brick walls and one drywall yeah i'll give you a little uh khmg history right now do it because i was adding up how many uh take note broadcasts i've done live broadcasts and this is why we now have an hour show, mm -hmm. uh, a part, part of the reason why we now have an hour show rather than a two-hour show, because I've done a two-hour show for about two and a half years, and I've done over 500 two-hour shows, and I calculated how much I talk during the two-hour show, and it's between 34 and 38 minutes mm -hmm. of the two-hour show. And what I do is I write an outline. I've got all my outlines here from the last yeah, you four me, days. Yeah, you let me borrow one of your magic notebooks. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so I've got – I wrote, basically what I do is I do an entire sermon. I mean, I could just if, – if somebody asked me to, they said, could you preach a sermon today? Hey, Chris, I could, could you preach a sermon for me? I got chapel this next uh, week. Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah. Well, I could just walk in with one of these outlines. And you're ready to roll. Because it's basically a 34 to 38-minute sermon. And I decided that since I was taking so much time to prepare, so much time to execute, that if I uh, cut it in half, actually it was Pastor Heron's suggestion, let's, why don't we just do an hour and then you don't have to do quite as much. So I, I cut it back to an hour, but 
gives you an idea. 500 shows. Hold on. I got my calculator here. So we got okay. 500 it's, it's, shows. It's actually more like 585 okay, or something is what I think it is. 585? Um, times, uh, if you averaged it to like 35 minutes. Okay. So that's going to be roughly, if I'm doing this in, oh, okay. Well, let's just go with minutes. Yeah. It's minutes. Th- 35 okay. minutes. 20,475 minutes. That 20, I've been live. 475 minutes. Right. You yeah. need a cough drop. You need a glass of water. You, yeah. <laughs> you you okay with that? It gives you an idea. That doesn't that doesn't include the live till five shows that we do mm-hmm. and how many minutes I talk on live till five and stuff like that. But that's why I lose my voice at the end of the. There are a couple listeners that say you're losing your voice and everything, and uh, that, they they say that quite often. And I do. I, I don't lose see my voice. what the big deal is, Chris. That's only three hundred and forty hours. I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's only three hundred and forty yeah. hours of continuous talking and. I mean, that's only 14.2361111 consecutive days of talking. Right. <laughs> I, what's the, what's, it's, I, don't, I don't understand it's, what, what. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a so, lot. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, that's why I told my students before, I say, hey, I'm, uh, Pastor Jared asked me to host live till five today. So if you guys want to listen to and you're right at home, that's fine. If you don't, I completely understand because you had to listen to me talk for the last several hours. So I don't know why you'd want to listen to me anymore. But there are other people on it that you can hear. Uh, so the review, whether it was because of our, our, our school system setting it up and they, you know, worrying about the summer fade and taking the summers off, uh, honestly, as a teacher, I really enjoy the summers off for the main reason of it helps me to get rejuvenated to right. get ready for the next set of cl- students, to prepare to improve my craft. And honestly, I just start missing my students. Uh, the first couple of days of summer vacation uh, are almost depression for me, uh, where I come into my classroom, I still got to do all the things to get this, the year wrapped up, but my students aren't there. And it is just, it's hard. And my wife understands this. She knows that. Like these first couple of days of summer vacation are are complicated they're hard for me but i look back at the more than 1200 students that i have had a chance to be involved with over the past 16 years and i know that that is exactly what god is using in my life to take me to the next step sure i love the review because it gives me that confidence of knowing where i'm going and this is what God has for me. Uh, I am scared to death in many ways about stepping forward into something that I haven't done. Right. But I can look back at what God has brought me through, and I can have not that confidence really in myself, but the confidence in knowing if I simply bust my can, if I work hard, and if I use the skills that God has given to me, right. he's going to be faithful. He's going to be faithful. He's going to get me through the next path of where I need to be. And that's really where Harvest is in many spots right now. Sure. There's just there's a lot of faith that we need. A lot of we live on an island. Uh, and and people have to, people come, people go. Uh, you build those relationships. It is devastating uh, when some so many of my friends have have left uh, yeah. Harvest and yeah. not for bad reasons. All for God has called them to different aspects of their ministry and is no longer on Guam. 
and that's just part of the island that we live in. So many of my students that, again, for work, they come, but then also for work, they have to leave with their families. And rather than getting frustrated with that, that's just more opportunities that God has for us to trust him. We review where we've been. My bulletin board right now, I look up there and I, I, I love my last couple of bulletin boards of the year because it's just pictures of things that we have done over the, over the year. I'm going back to, I have up there a picture of the first day of school with my students. And now from there to our fall fantastic, uh, we're doing our cheers in October, then to where we were decorating the classroom at Christmas, yeah. uh, then to where we were playing with millipedes when we were getting to animal classification, uh, then as we went on our hike to the roof of Guam at Mount Lam Lam, all the way, you know, that's just in February. Uh, and then we had our Grecian War water balloon fight, uh, yeah. which I intentionally do our water balloon fight in April so that I know exactly who I want to throw the balloons at. Um, and uh, also it gives the students, you know, opportunity for revenge too, because yeah. they've already had hundreds of assignments from me by that time. So they can then have that opportunity to relieve some stress in the form of water balloon pain. Yeah. And then all the way to field day and like field day is, Field day is, is the beginning of the end, and that's when the countdown went up, and I realized I'm running out of time with my students. I've got to love them. I've got to continue to pour my life into them all the way up to where that one day is left, and I love it. I cherish it. I love my students, but now I know God has brought me 16 years in teaching in the sixth grade classroom. He is going to be faithful in taking me as I step from a classroom into I, I've, I've asked for the smallest office available so that I don't spend much time in the office. I spend it out with the kids. I spend it out with the students. I spend it with the teachers. And now I'm just going to pour my life into into the teachers. They are going to get all the the, the the fun stuff with the students. And I'm going to be there to help support them. And uh, so that's where God has brought me. Chris, if you want to just give us real quick with, with KHMG over the past, over these, over the, I know you're more into the calendar year of things from January all the way through December, but you mentioned the take note. What are some other things that you've been excited about as you look back at uh, the year with KHMG? Well, you know, I've been excited about people have been getting involved with donating, helping us with our Heart of Harvest Asia program, Mm -hmm. because people have got excited about uh, bringing the gospel to English speaking Asia. So for about almost two years, we've been broadcasting on shortwave with a program we produce called Heart of Harvest. Uh Uh-huh. And um, it reaches India and Korea and um, parts of China and even into North Korea, but not too many people speak English in North Korea, but English speaking parts of Asia. And now people have got on board this year and really helped us out yeah. with funding that. I remember that. It was awesome stuff that we um, had a way to, to participate in. People are excited about that and, and they want to support Christian radio here on Guam, but also for us to reach out a little further as well. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. Well, we are very glad that you've taken the time uh, to let us invade either your car or your living room uh, or your phone and uh, just to look back so that we can then look forward. Review is significant. Take some time with your family and just look back at these last several months and then look forward Don't get stuck in the rut. It's not hanging your hat on these past accomplishments. It's 
God has been faithful and he's going to be faithful as he continues to lead us forward. But we've got to keep going forward with that. We are grateful that you have taken the time to be with us here at KHMG Harvest Family Radio. Thanks for lending us your ears. For Chris Harper, my son Devin over here, Sebastian, you already had to leave, Titus had to leave. This is Josh Taylor. Look forward to Pastor Jared next week.